You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, this Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is presented by Pepsi, made for football watching. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. And Titans fans, we got step one towards us watching some Titans football this weekend. On Monday, the Tennessee Titans had, say it with me, no new positives. So that is a positive development in the Titans' return to football protocol, stealing a line from head coach Mike Vrabel. So we are going to discuss that to open up today's show. No new positive test. See where the Titans are and what they need to continue throughout the week to be able to play this game against the Buffalo Bills on Sunday. So we'll discuss that. And also, the NFL did have a major conference call with coaches, GMs, personnel from around the league to re-out Line their COVID-19 protocols and introduce some new things into the procedure that teams will have to follow. So I'll give you all of those updates along with some interesting quotes coming out of the NFL's memos from this conference call that could maybe or may not have something to do with the Tennessee Titans and the NFL's response to what's going on there. So we will start off today's show with that. Then we will jump into a little bit of a quarter poll. Let's take the temperature and see where some pundits have the Tennessee Titans ranked amongst the rest of the NFL. I will give you three power rankings to see where the Titans stack up and round things off with my own personal power rankings, letting you know where I see the Titans fitting in to the NFL mix after four weeks. We will cap off today's show by beginning a segment that I'm going to do throughout the week, giving you a general idea of where the Titans division rivals sit after a quarter of the season. And we are going to start with the Houston Texans who had bombshell news drop on Monday evening. So a lot to talk about on this return to football edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. been a very difficult week for the Tennessee Titans after having a total of 20 members of the organization test positive for COVID-19 over the past seven days, including eight personnel members and 12 players. But on Monday, the Titans got some positive news in the form of negative results. The Titans had no new positive tests for COVID-19 in the organization on Monday, and that is the first step that they would need 
need to take to return to normal and return to the football field. The Titans will need to stack a few days together of having no positive tests before the NFL will allow them to return to the facility, but if Tuesday's testing does result in no new positives as well, the Titans should be able to get back into the facility on Wednesday, which would give them a Thursday night football-style preparation week for a game against the Buffalo Bills at home on Sunday. The NFL could, as they did with the Patriots and Chiefs game, could still choose to push that game back to Monday to give the Titans a little bit more preparation after being out of their facility for almost a calendar week, but that still remains to be seen. Additional positive news for the Titans, depending on how you look at things, on Monday, they revealed that out of the eight personnel members, the eight non-players who have tested positive for COVID-19 over over the past week. That did not include head coach Mike Vrabel and offensive coordinator Arthur Smith. So arguably the Titans top defensive mind and offensive mind on the coaching staff will remain with the team and not be in COVID-19 protocol. In related news around the NFL, the Tennessee Titans weren't the only team to deal with a little bit of COVID-19 controversy, not in the form of positive tests, but the Oakland Raiders have been fined a, a total above $500,000 so far this year for violations of COVID-19 protocol, the latest coming in multiple fines to players who attended a charity event and were pictured not wearing masks. So the Titans are not alone in catching the ire of the NFL, but that resulted in in a conference call with league-wide personnel, including coaches, general managers, and staff, as the NFL decided to increase their COVID-19 protocols and also reaffirm the existing ones. Some of the major changes we saw come out of that conference call with league personnel from the NFL, they are having a longer onboarding process for free agent tryouts, and some teams canceled their free agent tryouts over the weekend. The NFL is also banning any gatherings by team personnel or players outside of the club facility. So something that the Titans coaches told their players not to do over this break is to gather just in case it would result in more positive tests and more contact. The NFL also is limiting the number of tryouts that teams are allowed to have per week and league-wide video monitoring systems are going to be placed in team facilities to ensure compliance with protocols. So those are the major changes that we're seeing and one of the interesting quotes that stuck out in the memo from the NFL to NFL teams was this. It mentioned that protocol Quote, protocol violations that result in virus spread requiring adjustments to schedule or otherwise impacting other teams will result in additional discipline, including adjustment or loss of draft choices or even the forfeit of a game. So, for example, the Titans outbreak required the NFL to adjust the schedule moving this Pittsburgh Steelers game to later in the season. And what the NFL is saying here is reaffirming that if they do need to do things like that going forward, it may result in loss of draft picks or even a forfeit of the game. So something interesting to watch from the Titans perspective. Speaking of 
interesting to watch. You guys have to get football on your terms this season with NFL Game Pass. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays and see all of the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. A great way to go back and scout the opponent from this week. Go check out some of those Bills games with the condensed games. Really interesting, really fun to watch and you gain a lot of knowledge about what the Bills are doing schematically. You can also relive all the gutsy calls, crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game every week. It's all action, all the football you can handle all in one place and NFL Game Pass is the only place you can replay every game all season long. You'll learn from some of the league's best players with over 40 NFL Game Pass film session episodes go inside the game from a player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts, techniques, and much much more. You can learn from the best like Deshaun Watson, Stephon Gilmore Devontae Adams, a great episode with Ryan Tannehill in there as well NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL Films Archive. So go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never sleeps. going to continue today's show by doing a little bit of a quarter poll since we are through week four and see where some national outlets have the Titans ranked in some power rankings. So since we are a quarter through the season, let's go ahead and take a look at that before we do. I do want to remind you guys to subscribe to the show on whatever platform you do stream, whether that be Apple Podcasts, following on Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you guys listen to your podcast, make sure that you're subscribed so when the Titans do get back to playing some football, you are here for all the juicy content that I will be pumping out Monday through Friday. And remember, I'm going to get you ready for the Bills game coming up this week. Of course, hoping for no new positive so make sure that you are locked into the locked on titans podcast follow me on twitter at tic tac titans as well but let's dive into also want to thank all you guys who gave me a five-star review or a review of any kind on apple podcast i asked very politely for that at the end of last week and you guys really showed up for me so i really do appreciate that any five-star review the show's free The content on Twitter is free, so a little five-star review goes a long way for helping me get the show out to to some more folks who are looking for some Titans content. But that's enough. Let's get into these power rankings. So I got three outlets here for you. And remember, I am recording on Monday night, so we had the Chiefs-Patriots game going on, and there will be a Packers-Falcons game going on. I feel pretty confident the Chiefs are going to win that ball game with Brian Hoyer at starting quarterback for the Pats. But uh, the Falcons-Packers should be a good game, but that should shouldn't really affect the power rankings whatsoever based on those outcomes in those games. So let's dive right in. The first power rankings that we are going to take a look at comes from the Sporting News. And in the Sporting News power rankings, they have the Tennessee Titans at ninth. And I have to be honest, the initial ranking right there, ninth, that's pretty fair in my opinion, especially considering the Titans only played three games. Most of these other teams have played their fourth game already, so I think that's fair. And then you take a look at the teams ahead of the Titans, which is really what we want to focus on here. The Rams at 3-1 and one, at 8th. 
The Buccaneers at 3-1 at 7th. The Steelers at 3-0 at 6th. The Packers at 3-0 at 5th. The Bills at 4-0 at 4th. The Ravens at 3-1 at 3rd. Then the Seahawks at 4-0 at 2nd. And then the Chiefs at 3-0 at 1st. So you look at all those teams. Rams, Bucks, Steelers, Packers, Bills, Ravens, Seahawks, Chiefs. I would only argue against the Rams and the Bucks, maybe, but honestly, I wouldn't even argue the Bucks. I think they deserve to be ahead of the Titans at this moment in time because their defense has been very impressive at times during the season, something that I can't say for the Tennessee Titans. The Rams, I think that's a debatable one right there. I'm not overly impressed by the Rams. I mean, they're a good team. Don't get me wrong. They are a good team. But what I'm saying is I'm not uh, overly impressed with their talent as as a top team in the NFL definitively ahead of the Tennessee Titans. So just keep that in mind. But ninth, I can't really complain too much, especially when we move to our second power rankings that we are going to take a look at that come from ProFootballNetwork.com, and they have the Titans 11th in that. Now, I can't complain too much. Both of these outlets do have the Titans as a playoff team. Remember, it will be 14 teams this year, so I think the Titans are getting the proper amount of respect at this time, but as for the teams they have ahead of the Titans, the Rams at 3-1, and one, then the Saints at 2-2, two and two, the 49ers at 2-2, two and two, the Bucks at 3-1, and one, the Steelers at 3-0, and oh, the Bills at 4-0, and oh, the Seahawks at 4-0, and oh, the Packers at 3-0, and oh, the Ravens at 3-1, and one, and the Chiefs at 3-0. So obviously some debatable teams here who don't have as many wins as the Tennessee Titans and the 49ers who are 2-2 and the Saints who are 2-2. I think that they're getting a little bit of um, a benefit of the doubt nod in those situations. The Saints obviously have been a very competitive team for the last few years, a playoff contender consistently. They still do have a ton of talent on the team even if they are banged up at this moment in time. So I'm not really too upset about that with the Saints being ahead of the Titans considering all those injuries and that benefit of the doubt that, frankly, I understand why they would get that benefit of the doubt. So I can't be too upset, but once again, the Rams, uh, that could go either way for me. I could I could see the argument, but I would still put the Titans ahead of them. And then the 49ers, that's what I'm going to have to disagree with. I know that a lot of the problems that they are having come from injury as well, but a lot of those injuries are not going to get any better. Joey Bosa, or Nick Bosa, sorry, my correction there, Nick Bosa is not coming back. Richard Sherman's on the short-term IR. They've been banged up on offense with Raheem Moster in the wide receiver position. I mean, Debo Samuel is just getting back. We'll see how healthy he is. I know that Kyle Shanahan's a great coach, and obviously the ranking is is based on that. They still do have a lot of talent on that team. They went to a Super Bowl last year, but with Nick Mullins at quarterback, C.J. Beathard got some opportunity to play because Mullins threw a, a pick six late in the Eagles game. Quite frankly, I'm not too high on Jimmy Garoppolo. I I know that he's the best of the three, but I don't think it's that wide of a margin that he's that much better than Nick Mullins. I think we're going to get to the end of this season, possibly next offseason, and the 49ers are going to be doing anything they can to get out from under Jimmy G's contract and get, you know, a new face in there, whether it be a Dak Prescott or an Aaron Rodgers, just a little something that I'm forecasting there. But uh, those are some things that... I'm a little worried about when it comes to the 49ers and therefore them being ranked ahead of the Tennessee Titans is 
I guess I'll just say questionable. But let's go to the third power rankings, the last national power rankings that we're going to talk about. And that comes from CBS Sports. And save the best for last, they have the Titans ranked 7th in the NFL in their power rankings. Ahead of the Titans, the Ravens at 3-1, and one, the Hawks at 4-0, the Seahawks. At 4-0, have them written down as the Hawks in my notes here for, you know, space conservation, and it got me on that one. The Seahawks, of course. The Atlanta Hawks, one, are an NBA team, and two, they're garbage. So they definitely wouldn't be ahead of the Titans. Maybe not even an NBA power ranking should the Hawks be ahead of the Titans. Lord. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, 4-0. Pittsburgh Steelers, 3-0. Green Bay Packers, 3-0. And then the Chiefs at 3-0. So what we're seeing here from CBS Sports is basically if there was any team that I read off in the previous two power rankings, you said, oh no, they shouldn't be ahead of the Titans. Well, basically none of those teams are in CBS Sports version here. So the Titans at 7th. So let's move on to my power rankings, and I'm not going to go through all 32 teams. I'm just going to get us up to the Tennessee Titans, and a lot of you guys aren't going to like my power rankings, but one thing that I always will do is I'll keep it 100 for you guys. I'm going to give you my honest opinion at all times. I'm not going to be a homer. I'm a Titans fan at the end of the day, but I'm not going to, you know, be looking at everything through my two-tone colored glasses, and I think that's something you guys appreciate. So, I will start here. I have the Titans at ninth overall, and I'm going to go from one back. The Chiefs, best team in the league, in my opinion. Uh, the Seahawks, second best team, in my opinion. If they, This is how I do it. If they played each other in my backyard, if they played each other out in a field close to my house, who would win the game? I'm taking the Chiefs, number one in the league. The Seahawks, number two in the league. The Packers, number three in the league. The Ravens, after that, although they're three and one, I still trust the Ravens more than the next team, which is the Buffalo Bills at 4-0. And then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm, I'm smitten by their defense. I really like what they're doing on defense. And Brady look to kind of get things on track with the offense. They're banged up. They don't have their best wide receiver and Chris Godwin. Hot take alert. Mike Evans, their second best receiver. Hot take alert is a little bit banged up. So I like the Bucks. I like what they've done. The Steelers, their defense is just outrageous. So I'm going to have them next. And then at eighth, ahead of the Titans, I have the Indianapolis Colts. I didn't want them to be good. I thought there was a chance they wouldn't be, but man, I don't know if you guys see a common theme here, but I grew up with a defensive-minded father as a head coach um, with a defensive mindset in every sport he ever coached me in, and I love defense. I love myself some defense, so the Colts' defense is so good, guys. It's so incredible, and I'm not... I'm not uh, completely impressed by the talent that they have. So the fact that they're so dominant on defense right now with a lack of talent, Malik Hooker out for the year, they've had injuries too, and they just keep dominating their competition. Now I know, I know the teams that they played haven't had offenses to write home about. I understand that, but you got to play the team that's set in front of you. And the Colts have been very good. They're three and one. They look solid on offense. Their defense has been the best in the league. I'm more impressed by the Colts right now than I am the Titans play. So shoot me if you want. Be upset. But that's just how I feel. And I think if you guys watched all the tape from both teams, you'd feel the same. So the Titans got to get the defense together. 
That's all that it comes down to, and they're going to have a tough task doing that this week against the 4-0 Bills with all of the missing pieces that they're going to have, but we are going to, you know, hopefully have a game at least at the end of the week, and that'll be something to look forward to in itself, but we are going to jump forward in today's show, take a look at the Houston Texans, and I'm going to read some of those five-star reviews that you guys gave me over the weekend as I promised I would do, so stay tuned for that, and you may hear your name shouted out. Before we get into that, I want to remind you guys about rockauto.com, a family business, been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They're not going to give you different prices on parts depending on if you're a professional mechanic or just a do-it-yourselfer. You don't have to worry about what's in stock like you do at a chain store. And like I said, they're not going to upcharge you like you're going to find at a chain store. They have everything that you could possibly need, anything from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil. They even have brand new carpet. Anything for your classic or your daily, doesn't matter. A couple easy clicks can get you the parts that you need delivered directly to your door. The catalog's easy to use. The website is easy to navigate. You can see everything available for your vehicle at any time, the brands, the specifications, and all the prices that you prefer. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your vehicle and make sure that you write locked on in the how did you hear about us box. It's right underneath your shipping information so they know that I sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. From the geniuses over at Built Bar, there is a new product ready to take your day to the next level, and it is Built Go. Whether it's a mental or physical wall that you have to break through, do it with Go every day. They're easy to take 1.5 packages. They fit in your briefcase. Heck, even your wallet if you have a spacious one. I like to throw mine in my book bag. But Built Go is a workout gel and it's the best one on the market. It's not going to give you the crash feeling that you get with a 5-hour energy and it's also made from natural ingredients so it's better for your body. It's a lot better than a energy drink or a monster or anything like that. It's got a third of the caffeine of a monster, gives you better results, and the flavors are delicious. Peanut butter, honey, chocolate coconut, chocolate mint. You know when you're dealing with any Built product that it's going to have amazing flavor. And Built Go combines that amazing flavor with an energy gel with collagen protein. And collagen protein's fast absorbing, gets into your system quick, it's easy on your stomach, and it's good for your joints, your tissue, your hair, and your skin. The stuff literally makes you look better. It's got tons of vitamins like B3, B6, and B12, a kick of caffeine, and alanine. So it's got all kinds of healthy properties. Make sure that you visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED and you'll get 30% off your next order. Once again, use promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. today's Locked on Titans podcast by starting just a a mini-series for this week where we take a look at the Titans division rivals and where they sit after a quarter of the season. So a little bit of a quarter poll. Like I said, we were doing the power rankings earlier and we certainly didn't hear any other AFC South teams in those power rankings other than me putting the Colts ahead of the Titans in my personal one. So I'm going to take this opportunity 
to end off today's show. Talking about one of the Titans AFC South rivals, we'll do two of them on tomorrow's show to kind of complete the threesome there. But we are going to start with the team that made headlines on Monday and that is the Houston Texans. So admittedly, the Texans had a pretty tough schedule coming out in the first four weeks of the season. A game against the Chiefs in Kansas City after their Super Bowl victory, a loss 34-20. to Then to the Ravens, who are an excellent team, a loss 33-16. Then against the Steelers, who are also 3-0, 28-21. But... This week, in week four, they lost to the middling Minnesota Vikings, who were also 0-3, 31-23, and did not look impressive whatsoever. Really had some garbage time movement and scores to make that game close. So the Texans, sitting at 0-4 on Monday, fired Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, at this point in time in the season, had become the Texans' general manager. He was their head coach. He was their offensive coordinator. And he was their play caller. So, who else are you going to blame when you want to make changes as the owner of the Houston Texans? So, it makes sense that Bill O'Brien was fired. Not only are the Texans 0-4, but from a general manager perspective, they don't have their first round pick this year. They don't have their second round pick this year. So, even if they are one of the worst teams in the NFL, they get positively no benefit whatsoever All of that early draft pick capital will go to the Miami Dolphins. So the Texans are in one of the worst positions of any team in the NFL. And then you add in from the owner's perspective. We talked about the team from a coach's perspective being 0-4. We talked about them having no early draft capital despite being so bad from a general manager's perspective. From an owner's perspective, the Texans are spending the most cash on their roster of any team in the NFL this year. What a complete and utter dumpster fire. The only downside of this firing and where the Texans are right now is that they may eventually hire competent people to run the organization, which is bad news for the Titans. Bill O'Brien being the football czar of the Houston Texans has been a fantastic experiment for the Titans. Bill O'Brien is a decent head coach. He is. The Texans have had some success with some bum quarterbacks, quite frankly. Why Bill O'Brien was was captain in the ship. He's not a terrible coach, but he's a horrible personnel man, and he's terrible at developing developing pers- like personal relationships. Already, we have some players coming out. Taylor Lewan for the Titans came out and tweeted that he knows for a fact that the guys in the locker room hated Bill O'Brien. He also knew for a fact that Bill O'Brien hated him, Taylor Lewan. He tweeted that himself. It's no secret whatsoever that the players in the locker room did not like Bill O'Brien. He's a jerk. Everyone who's ever been involved with him has said that. I don't think it's a hot take to say that. So the Texans on the field are just as much of a dumpster fire as they are off the field. They're worst in rushing in the NFL, 32nd. They're 20th in points scored. Uh, or fourth worst in points scored with 20 points a game. They've given up 16 sacks on the year, the most of any team in the NFL. They have a 34.9% third down conversion rate on defense. Not only do they have the least rushing yards on offense, they give up the most rushing yards on defense. And they're giving up 71% completion to opposing quarterbacks, a 115 quarterback rating. They're the worst in the NFL, as I mentioned, at run defense, giving up 181 yards per game. So, I mean, either way, no way 
There is no positive way to look at it any way you want to slice it. The Texans are an abomination, and Bill O'Brien getting fired makes sense, but unfortunately that's bad news for the Titans because, well... Bill O'Brien is a terrible person to be leading your organization, so very interesting there. Also, just to give you guys a little bit of an update, this Chiefs-Patriots game is not going according to plan. It is 6-3 Chiefs right now at halftime. Really surprised the Patriots are hanging in there, but what else could we expect from the greatest head coach of all time in Bill Belichick? But I'm just going to read you guys some of these five-star reviews that I've gotten since the season has started and give you guys a shout-out here. Shout-out Timbo Bass 12. He said Tyler is the best podcast host. He is very knowledgeable about all football, not just the Titans. He is very professional and always entertaining. I look forward to listening daily. Keep up the good work, Tyler. Thank you, Timbo Bass. I appreciate that. Next, Dougie Good News. What's up, Dougie? When the host stays up to 2.30 a.m. to give his reaction to a late game on a Monday night football doubleheader, you take the time to give five stars. I appreciate the excitement he brings to the podcast. I'm not going to lie. That game messed up my sleep schedule for like the first two weeks of the season. I do... uh, you know, have my own uh, regular business on the side that I do for most of the day. So that uh, put me behind the eight ball. But man, I was so excited to break down the game and and enjoy this uh, this content with you guys. So I had to bring the energy and uh, I will admit that I don't look forward to uh, late game Monday Night Football Titans games going forward though. Next, we have uh, Josh116 J-O-C-H 116 was looking for any Titans pod since I was so excited over the Titans win week one. This is the holy grail as far as I'm concerned. The host is everything. Follow Tyler on Twitter as well. Let's buckle up. Fast pace, high energy, great deep dives, tighten all the way up. Hey, I'd love that. That's what I'm trying to be. High energy for you guys, which is just natural. Quite frankly, I couldn't turn it off if I wanted to. Uh, deep dives, man. I want to want to talk about the X's and O's, and I feel like I try to marry uh, X's and O's with just the talking points of the day, and I appreciate that. Uh, then I had a Jags fan try to review bomb me and give me a two-star review, but at least he gave me a two-star review instead of a one-star. Shouts out to Jags 454545. Whatever. Ever. Uh, next, Titan Tim, one, 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 one. Tyler is awesome and has amazing hair. You know what, Tim? I really appreciate that. That's clearly somebody who knows me personally. I have an idea who that is. Thanks, Tim. Uh, next, Bama Titan Rex. Shout out my boy Rex Green. That's my boy. By far, best locked on out there. Best pod in Nashville. Thanks, Rex. You're, you've been a fan since day one, my man. I appreciate you. Next, Donkski 20, five stars, great podcast. Arthur Smith, what is you doing, baby? That got five stars out of me. Love the pod. Shout out to you, Donkski. Um, love my man, Dan Rue. Those videos are so funny. Um, anyways, next, Zach Tuck 20, I appreciate you. Aw, that's nice. I just want to reach out to you and say I appreciate what you do and taking the time out of your day to make a podcast for all us Titans fans. I always enjoy listening to you on the way to work, and it always makes my morning better. Thank you, man. Keep it up. Thanks, Zach. Uh, Those type of reviews, man, mean a lot to me. You have no idea what all these reviews mean to me as somebody who, you know, wants to make sure I'm doing the best that I possibly can for you guys. So those mean a lot. Shout out Zach Tuck 20. Next, we have The Good Ship. I used to listen to approximately six different Titans podcasts. Wow. But because of the quality and quantity of Locked On Titans episodes, I have no need for the other most, or, ooh, I can't read. I have no need for most 
most of the other podcasts. Tyler delivers detailed and accurate analysis five days per week with immense passion. That's a good one. I should put that in quotes. Locked on Titans is a must-listen podcast every day and my favorite podcast overall. Shout out the good ship. That is truly my mission here. Have some fun, have some energy, but also make sure that we are learning about what the Titans are doing on the field. Next, SD Titans Jr., Five stars. Host is a host. Tyler is a true passionate Titans fan, no doubt, and appreciate the in-depth thought he puts into all aspects of the Titans. Tyler is not a mouthpiece for the Titans, so there is a lot of constructive criticism, some dissenting opinions, and occasional moments of Titans frustration. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, brother? Mostly, there is a lot of love for the Titans. Of course. Confident that I always get Tyler's honest and educated opinion, and this is why I never miss an episode. My man, that's all I'm trying to do out here. Got two more. Going to get through them. Great John Umber. Being a Titans fan in a state, Utah, without a team is rough, but podcasts like this make it much easier to feel close to the team. It's not perfect, but I really appreciate all the work and analysis put into the show. Tighten up. Thanks, John. I know how it is to be a displaced Titans fan. You're not in Nashville all the time, so having podcasts to keep you connected do really help, and I appreciate that you come to the Locked on Titans podcast for that. Next, K. KB31 Savage. Is this Kevin Byard himself? Just kidding. SF Lowry 2 says, California Titans fan since the move to Nashville. Love the podcast. Been listening to it for a year now. Thanks for all the hard work, Tyler. KB31 Savage all day. I have a great meme um, using uh, 21 Savage's album cover with Kevin Byard on it instead. So I always love calling him 31 Savage. That should be his nickname, uh, along with the mayor of Murfreesboro for all time. But that's going to do it for today's show. Guys, no new positives. That is uh, that is the cry right now, and hopefully I'm back with you guys on Wednesday to report just that. But that is going to do it for today's show. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.